Welcome to the Manifesting Doll Podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from No Diet Babe. I'm a spiritual mindset coach and weight loss expert. If you are a spiritual babe wanting to up-level your life around your body, health, wellness, spirituality, law of attraction and manifestation, then this is the podcast for you. I'm here to give you the tools, teachings and strategies to manifest the body and life of your dreams. As spiritual babes, we know to focus on love as opposed to fear. So get ready to learn how to implement spiritual teachings to weight loss, wellness and your daily life coming from a place of love and abundance. This is a celebration of how we can shift our inner perception of ourselves and watch our outer selves shift. You can become the best version of yourself and I'm here to help. So let's get started. Hey babes, welcome to the Manifesting Doll podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from NoDietBabe.com and welcome to today's episode. Um, So today I really want to discuss something that's come up with a lot of people who come to me because... As you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, if you follow me and you have been listening to my content for a while, you know about my courses, you'll know that a lot of the stuff that I talk about centers around emotional eating. And the reason why I've always used that term is because that's the term that was used for me, right? When I was doing this work on myself. But now that I have such a different like level of understanding around this work and I've worked with myself I've overcome my own issues but I've also helped other people overcome their own issues about their weight and food I really understand that emotional eating is actually not the best term to describe what it is that you have to shift with your relationship to food and your body and the emotional shift And I think a really a better way to describe it rather than say emotional eating um, is the reason why people hold on to weight, which is, is kind of what I'm trying to get at is that's what I believe. If I was to reword it, I really want to say that it's your emotions that are the cause of why you can't lose weight. So that's what brings me to today's to today's topic is that if you say to me, but I don't, I'm not an emotional eater, that's fine, but there's still emotions involved as to why you are holding on to weight or fluctuating weight in weight. And some people can be an absolute expert in manifestation. They could be a leader in their field of manifestation around so many different topics, but are still just a little bit unconscious to some of the little tweaks that they have to make in their relationship to food and their belief systems about food and weight, which our belief systems lead to the emotions, okay? And the emotions change our biology, 
the emotions change our biology. And if you don't know much about this or, and you'd like to learn more, like one of the best people that I love to follow is Dr. Joe Dispenza. And if you watch his series rewired on Gaia, you'll learn so much about how, um, that genes aren't determining disease. So if you're like, I'm fat because of my genes or whatever, whatever is the story in your head, obviously I, I don't say that term like I'm fat, but I'm just saying that tends to be a story that people say in their heads. Um, I'm like this because of my genes or it's my slow metabolism or whatever the story is, or I've got these diseases that make me put on weight listen to Joe Dispenza because every he's like describing the science behind why what I teach works basically and so if you want that like if you're just like oh I don't get how on earth do my emotions have anything to do with my weight if I'm not an emotional eater and it's like they always will like they always will it is the foundation of your reality it is the foundation of everything in life is our emotions so that doesn't mean we just pretend that we're positive no 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 that's like toxic positivity is a big thing it actually means reconnecting and feeling our emotions um, and not labeling them as good or bad or wrong etc etc so Here's the thing, right? If you feel like you're not an emotional eater or you're like, I don't overeat, like I don't feel like I overeat and I just can't lose weight. There's many different aspects to this. I talk about this in so many different ways, like with my clients, uh, group coaching, courses, all of it. I've talked about this in various different levels. Um. And here's the thing, repressing and wanting to run from how you feel is the basis of all your decisions to, that relate to dieting, restricting, binge eating or overeating. Because usually if you're here, majority of the people that I deal with are on the obsession, like they're obsessing about their weight. So what does that look like? What does it look like to have an obsession with your weight? It looks like you've been trying to do the task of losing weight for years. And perhaps sometimes you've succeeded, but majority of the time you feel helpless. You cycle between periods of being successful and being unsuccessful. And during your periods of being unsuccessful, you want to run from your body and you'll have episodes where you get this I've had enough moments and you'll feel so uncomfortable in your body that you'll just want to find you just want to find something or someone that can make it go away can you please just tell me today I want to wake up tomorrow and not feel this uncomfortable like how quickly can I lose this weight because I need to feel comfortable that is a sure sign that there is emotional shit that you're running from 100% and that's everybody that I've ever coached or that's ever that I've ever like 
talked to that's done my courses or anything, this is the basis of what's going on for them. Okay. And it's, and that's because that's the basis of what was going on for me. And even if like, even if you're like, oh, I don't know if there's like that much obsession, like majority of people, it's like 90% of their world, 90% of their thoughts is about their weight, constantly just bombarded with thoughts about their weight. What do they, what do people think about me because of my weight? Do they think I'm fat? Oh my God, my clothes are too tight. Oh my God, look at my thighs. Like that's the obsession, the obsessive thoughts, right? Then you'll go into the obsessive thoughts about dieting and restricting. You'll be like, nope, I can't eat that. Nope, I've got a meal plan. I've got to like, and, and you'll just get so consumed by this task of being perfect in your tasks around losing weight. And I think from my work and what I've done and what my perception of all of this weight and food stuff is is that it is just coming from a place of wanting to run from how you feel and that's come from your childhood and how your caregivers were in relationship to your emotions um so that's really what what I've been learning about as well more recently in looking at like childhood trauma in relationship to like how I function in intimate relationships and other connections with people Um, because I've been doing lots of work around codependency for myself. Um, I really understand now I have a whole new perception and understanding and compassion towards myself around why I developed a food and weight obsession and didn't necessarily always see it as an obsession either because sometimes like if somebody was to really look at me at some points in my life they just wouldn't have thought that I had a problem Um, and this I see this issue a lot with people who are of a healthy weight or they're overweight. They don't understand that there are like, I'm not labeling people as having eating disorders, but I see eating disorder tendencies or unhealthy relationship to food that's not addressed and sometimes made worse with these dieting plans, with these meal plans or, I'm sure they're all well-intentioned as I've like hired people in the past that I imagine were well-intentioned, but um, it wasn't helping the situation. Now, I can't make them responsible for me though, because we can't do that. Like we can't, I can't be responsible for all of you either. If you're triggered or like something that I say doesn't resonate with you like I can't speak the truth for every single person at every single moment of their journey either so I don't want to reflect on my past and be like you screwed me up like no I don't want to like isolate it like that to one person but I do understand that the collective of like The collective consciousness around the dieting and weight loss industry has like contributed to a lot of continuation of issues. 
and the, but the foundation of where they stem from is coming back to our emotions, okay? So, and one way that I see this automatically is the desire to lose weight quickly and is also like I know that when people say, I feel uncomfortable and I want to lose weight, and when they say that, it's come. It's met with this depth desperation. It's like this. I can feel the desperation in them. I'm like, uh, I can just feel it. Like, and I, and you've maybe know what I'm talking about because you felt it. And you're like, I want to feel good. I want to feel comfortable, and I want to feel confident. And that's going to happen when I lose weight. But that's an illusion. Because your ability to feel comfortable and confident in your body has nothing to do with your weight. It's got to do with the pathways in your brain. And I know that your your filters likely disagree with me in your brain. You're you're going, I don't I know that when I lose weight I feel better. But you're kind of distorting reality when you you think like that. And that's okay. I used to do that too. But it's a distortion of reality and it's not true because as soon as like literally in my group coaching at the moment, um, we're a f- couple weeks in now and the, all the girls are coming to the realization that they've never truly felt good in their body and they can re- remember times when they were skinnier and they still hated themselves, okay? So any type of euphoria that you felt when you've lost weight is only ever short-lived and that's why you fluctuate in weight because you're not looking at the deeper aspect and you know that's why you're here right that's why you're here because I'm helping you recognize and see that and become conscious to the deeper aspects but the truth is that your ability to feel comfortable in your body and in turn actually lose weight has to do with the pathways in your brain and the thought patterns that the, the pathways, the, the neural pathways, the, the habitual thought patterns, that's what pathways are. And that is like data in a spreadsheet or like the coding behind a web page. It's just literally behind the scenes in your brain, in your subconscious. And then you wake up and you look at your thighs and you go, I feel fat. Let me lose weight to feel better. But you're not changing what where that's coming from. And that's coming from shame. It's coming from shame and childhood issues and childhood trauma that hasn't been resolved. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's an easy feat to overcome all your childhood issues. I'm still working on that. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure majority of people are when they're on this journey of self-development, spirituality and growth. But what I do want to tell you is that when you embark on manifesting weight loss and you start doing this work, you are going to start to have such a profound amount of understanding about yourself and you will have healing and you will get better and you will improve all areas of your life and 
eventually lose weight as well. Because the issue with weight loss is always coming back to emotions. And for a lot of people, the weight is about safety. It's about safety. Okay. Safety in what way? There's so many multitude, like there's so many aspect of safety, like why we hold on to weight for safety reasons that I can't cover in like one podcast episode. But it's not just about how much you eat because I have restricted and still held on to weight because I was an emotional eater and I wasn't necessarily overeating in that moment in those periods, right? So, and I've come across people who I observe them and they're eating and I watch them and they don't eat too much, but they've got a lot of emotional issues and I know that that's why they're holding on to the weight. And maybe you're thinking, yeah, but I've done a lot of work around my emotions. But have you done work specific to weight loss in relationship to your food and these traumas that you have? Because it can just be these subtle shifts and tweaking of the belief systems that then integrates all of it. Okay, so because I know that different listeners will have different levels of work, like some people have done a profound amount of work and completely changed their entire lives and have done so much work around childhood trauma and they've had therapy and stuff like that. But we've got to integrate that with the relationship to food, right? Regardless if you're overeating or undereating, healing the relationship to food is always going to be a fundamental aspect of weight loss for everybody, whether or not you think your emotions have a role, it's it's a matter of whether or not you're just unconscious or conscious to it because there's always going to be that factor for everyone because we are emotional beings. That's how we create our reality. Okay, so really, okay, so coming back to the shame, right? Coming back to the shame um, and how that's related to the weight is that people, like I said, when you want to lose weight, right? So you have this desire to lose weight. I've always said that I think that it's okay for people to want to lose weight because what I don't like in on the other spectrum of you've got the weight loss industry and then you've got the anti-diet body positive in industry And they're kind of against each other. And what I don't like about that is I feel like if we truly allow people to have autonomy, which is part of the work of overcoming food issues is to learn how to have autonomy and boundaries and etc. If we do that, then if we're telling people that they shouldn't want to lose weight or then that that desire is not allowed, we're technically not allowing them to be say true to themselves and, and listen to their desires. So that's what I don't like is, is I feel like we should be allowed to want what we want. Like if people want to manifest material 
materialistic things in their life, like a car or a house. Like if we're judging them for wanting that, that's more to do with ourselves than it is about them a lot of the time. So when, you know, we're trying to control others and say, just love your body, don't like, don't change or don't want to change anything. Like I understand when it's coming from a place of body dysmorphia, that's different. Like if somebody's like, um, got body dysmorphia, it does break my heart when I see women that have beautiful gorgeous bodies that are convinced that they just need to look a little bit more tighter and toned and horrible like it's horrible I feel horrible when it's coming from that painful place but you can have a desire to lose weight without it being painful right without it meaning that you have these really negative emotions associated with your body and that's, that body dysmorphia is is painful. It's when you can't see any good in your body. You just see just negativity, no matter how what your body size as well. I've seen this. That's why I know it's got nothing to do with your weight. It's got to do with the pathways in your brain. But coming back to if you're not an emotional eater, uh, you don't you don't overeat but you can't lose weight it's still got to do with your emotions and it's still got to do usually this desire to lose weight has comes about from my observations of this and especially more recently with my work around codependency and how much shame plays a role in codependency um basically Shame is that feeling of intense feelings of inadequacy, inferiority, or self-loathing. It's that feeling of wanting to hide or disappear. Like when we're talking about like the really painful feelings of shame. So when you feel that associated to your weight, okay, So you know what I'm talking about. You feel inadequate, you feel inferior and you loathe yourself. You want to hide and disappear and you think that the solution is to lose weight, right? Because you feel exposed, you feel humiliated, they can see your flaws, right? And you want connection with others and your brain has come to the conclusion that if I lose weight, I will get rid of this emotion of shame and people will love me, okay? That's actually what I believe is going on in the psyche. And the issue is that then we go on this merry-go-round of trying to fix the issue with food and exercise. And although food and exercise does play a role in our lives, it's not the reason why weight loss is so confusing to people is because they don't understand that the way the brain works is it's creating this healing fantasy and it's saying if I lose weight I'm no longer gonna feel shame but the shame is there due to 
the childhood traumas that are unresolved. And so that's why you're on this never-ending journey of never getting to where you want to be with your weight. And then you can you form these additional limiting, limiting beliefs. You will have stories in your head that are so convincing, that feel so true as to why you can't lose weight. Maybe there's stuff like I'm too lazy, I'm not disciplined enough, I um, just don't have a fast metabolism, it's my genetics, it's because of my ethnicity, right? Whatever is, uh, it's because I've got, uh, it's my hormones, it's my thyroid, it's uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Those things come secondary. These issues, we're not born with weight issues. When we're born, we're not born with a weight issue. No one's born with a weight issue, right? Straight away. So it's it's one of those things that is more about our condition. Like what Joe, I, I really believe with Joe, I, I, I believe what Joe Dispenza teaches about, right? That it's about the environment and it's the way our emotions respond to our environment, right? So then coming back to the work of trying to solve this issue with weight loss, it never solves it, right? And so you're saying, okay, I if I lose weight, I'll feel better. I won't feel inferior. I won't feel inadequate. But that's not the solution. And so it's just this merry-go-round, okay? So then what's the solution? Regardless of whether or not you're overeating or undereating, maybe you are like switching between those, like maybe sometimes you overeat, maybe sometimes you undereat, maybe you're always feeling like you're undereating, maybe you just don't feel like like you have resentment because you're like, I really just feel like I eat like a normal person, but I can't lose weight. Like you just feel helpless, right? It's always coming back to this work though. It's always coming back to the emotional work. And you still have to understand your emotions in relationship to food and your connection to your body, i.e. like learning intuitive eating, even if, because I've spoken to people that don't overeat, but they still have a dieting mentality. And underneath that dieting mentality, they've developed the dieting mentality to try and compensate for the emotional eating. But they're like, I'm not an emotional eater, but they're still got like dieting rules. So if you've got dieting rules and you like are like, oh, like I don't eat this way and that way. And like, it's just a lot of controlling mentality. I go more in depth into what the dieting mindset in, is specifically in the academy because it's that's the academy is a big um part of teaching women to overcome the dieting mentality um but that's really that's really a secondary thing like what's why we have to develop a dieting mentality and that feeling of having to hold yourself back because if you let go you will gain weight if you feel like you have to hold yourself back 
Because if you let go, you will gain weight. That's another sign. Okay, that's another sign that there's, uh, there's emotional things going on there. Because it's not natural. I know that we've been conditioned by society that it's all about discipline, but it's not. The, I believe that, that innately speaking, like when our whole system is in alignment and we're healthy in our relationship to food and our weight, we can trust our, ourselves. We can trust our hunger to manage our weight and not gain weight right and so you don't have to think about it when when you're when like how i feel now it's not it's never a case of holding back ever i'm never feeling like i have to hold back oh if i let myself go i'll gain weight that is not my reality anymore because i've tr- i really set an intention to just connect to a, a reality where there's no such a thing as letting go right? I don't have to hold myself back. That's a result of the emotional work that I've done. Okay. So yeah, that's really, I hope that makes sense because I really know that a lot of people have approached me about, well, if I'm not an emotional eater, is this work right for me? And for a while there, I was like, well, is it? And the more that I have worked with different types of people like the restrictive type of eater and the non-binge eater and the non-overeater it's still the same work i'm literally still having to it's the same work and you still have to heal your relationship to food and sometimes when you're under eating it's because of fear like it's 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 the same feeling of i don't want to feel like I, I don't, I want to disconnect from my body because I don't like the way it feels. Okay. So I hope that makes sense, you guys. Um, I wanted to announce that I do have one-on-one coaching um, available. So I'd love to hear from you if you are looking for really the, a supportive environment where you get to speak to me daily. Um, currently, there's the, the girls in my group coaching are just expressing to me daily how supported they feel and how I can see just how much they've shifted just in a couple of weeks. Um, but I don't have group coaching available for the rest of this year. Um, but I am opening the doors to emerge, which is really exciting because I did run this round with group coaching, but I'm no longer doing that. Okay. And I know that a lot of people have been reaching out to me wanting to join Emerge that missed out on the group coaching. And I think that it is better for me to offer them separately um, so that you have a chance to do Emerge on your own without the support. And then if you want the extra support, you can join my group coaching. Okay, because um, Emerge and implementing Emerge in itself is going to change your life a lot, a lot. A lot of people that have done Emerge have completely transformed um, their relationship to food and 
it is spoke the the way I teach emerge is I'm speaking to the person that understands manifestation. So I am using terminology that perhaps if you're new to the podcast, if you're new to manifestation, you're better off doing the three day mindset course, which is nodietbabe.com slash manifest weight loss. And then nodietbabe.com slash emerge is emerge is just a much more comprehensive course, whereas the Manifest Weight Loss course, it's a very popular course. Lots of people had have, have had amazing results. And I think because it's very, it's very basic and quick to do, it's one of those courses that if you want to shift energetically and you you want to have a course that's available um like maybe even you've done my other courses, but they're they're much more comprehensive and time consuming and in depth. And when you do a course, you have to revisit it. You can't just do it once. Like you have to learn the the you have to learn things. Like as I'm doing my codependency work, I'm taking pages and pages of notes and rereading and rereading and rereading and then implementing right and then practicing and then practicing again and then practicing again and then practicing again that's how we shift right it's not just i bought a course and then i never did it and it didn't work because i never did it right so the manifest weight loss course is a great quick go to when you just need to shift your energy you're like i need to shift my energy and i need something that's going to shift me quickly but then Sometimes that's not enough and you you have deeper, more comprehensive work to do. Um, then that's where my other courses come in. And Emerge is really speaking to the community of people that already have a lot of understanding. Maybe you have come from the Manifestation Babe podcast. Maybe you've done her courses. Maybe you've come like from other places but you're familiar with like abraham hicks you've done a lot of work around law of attraction you're into human design and you're just like yeah i get a lot like i don't want anything that's basic then emerges for you because i'm really just not i'm i'm cutting the crap and the fluff and i'm just getting to the deep stuff and that's why that course, some people are just like, oh my God, Emerge is my favorite. Like if I speak to people that are like me and they're like obsessed with manifestation, they always tell me Emerge is my favorite course because of that. So anyway, you guys, that is it for today. Like I said, check out nodietbabe.com slash Emerge. Um, the doors are now open and it's a self-paced course. I'm running the promotion that I have on it, which is a price that I haven't offered um, on this course for a very long time, like I said, because it's not offered with support any longer for now um, because the coaching container is where I offer such a high level of support, a really, really high level of support. And I want to keep that container for the group coaching because I find that very sacred to have these women work so close to each other and so close to me in the Voxer. Um, and But with Emerge, I just want to run it as a self-paced. So you can, because I love self-study, to be honest, and that's why I want to offer it because I sometimes can't, can't do you know I'm not ready to do the work one-on-one with someone or um, even when I am doing the work one-on-one with someone I like to be able to refer to a course because when you're working 
with the coaching and stuff, it's it's a lot to do with with not having as much structure as you have in a course. So running through the modules in Emerge will really give you like there's worksheets, there's stuff where I've summarized. So you literally can print it out, stick it on your fridge. This is what I'm implementing at the moment. Okay. So anyway, you guys, I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd love you to um, help spread the message of this uh, podcast if you loved this episode uh, screenshot on Instagram and tag me in your stories. I'd love to hear from you. All right. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved this episode, I'd love for you to leave me an iTunes review. Don't forget to follow this podcast for more uplifting teachings to come. For more tips, inspiration, and teachings, come follow me on Instagram at NoDietBabe or check out my website, NoDietBabe.com. Until I see you next time, babes, lots of love.